You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Welcome back again, MLB.com Extras, the Pittsburgh Pirates edition. I'm Dave Raymond with Tom Singer, and we're talking Pirates, Tom, as always. But uh, the old fella comes full circle, Aramis Ramirez, back with the Pirates. What did you make of the deal? Well, it was a great move. Um, you know, they needed somebody to uh, take care of third base while Josh Harrison is out, and rather than, uh, you know, maneuver other people around, maybe call up somebody else from the minors, Sean Rodriguez gets a shot. You know, you got a guy that's, uh, you know, obviously an everyday third baseman, uh, not a uh, spring chicken, you know, 38, but uh, he's still a very dependable bat and uh, solid defensively. And this obviously enables uh, Jung Ho Gong from uh, switching between third and short to just drop anchor at short, where he's been doing a great job. And it basically uh, solidifies the uh, the, uh, the uh, infield. And uh, I I would expect, you know, when Harrison comes back, which may not be till early September, I would not be surprised in the meantime to see Ramirez get some work at first base, just in you know pregame drills see if that's a possibility he could move, move over to the other corner, uh, at least against right-handers, and spell uh, you know, Pedro Alvarez. Well, I'm, I'll be curious to see, too, Tom. I mean, I'm sure many people would, would make this assumption, and maybe it's a dumb assumption. I don't know. I'll let, I'll let you tell me. But, you know, like you point out, Ramirez, at the end of his career, uh, coming from that situation in Milwaukee that was just untenable for the rest of the season, now thrown back into this environment, I've got to believe that whatever we've seen him do uh, for the course of this season, uh, you know, roughly 350 with a little bit of pop, that we're going to see an improvement on that. Just, just the energy level, the excitement, the intensity of being in this race now, being back with his original club. Uh, I, I would suggest that whatever value it, it appears that they got on paper from his first half production, that he'll exceed that in the second half. Would you agree? Oh, oh absolutely. And, uh, you know, best-case scenario – if we're looking at a playoff team, uh, having somebody uh, with his veteran savvy uh, be included in that postseason picture would, uh, you know, go a long way toward you know help, helping everybody, not just uh, productively, but uh, just a, a clubhouse presence. We saw a little bit of that in September of 2013 with Marlon Bird, a totally different individual. Don't get me wrong, but uh, having that veteran uh, uh, presence is extremely valuable. And, uh, you know, the guy still got some pops looking for his first hit as a pirate since returning, but he's, he, he's uh, squared up some balls and uh, had some balls uh, caught at, you know, at the one track in TNC Park. So we'll see if that bat can uh, come alive and, uh, and uh, help out. Yeah, it's just, just now kind of hitting me. It's somewhat unique when you think about his career, too, Tom. I mean, it came up with the Pirates, was traded to the Cubs, uh, had a real nice run with the Cubs, and you know that's the thing. I mean, he, he he's a well-respected hitter, and and he has produced, and then ends up with Milwaukee for a stretch, and now back with the Pirates. We we talk so much about general managers not wanting to to deal in their division for obvious competitive reasons, and yet here's a guy who's played for three different teams and four different stints, all in the same division. That's kind of that, that's got to be somewhat unique. Uh, yeah, it's unique. Uh, and just, uh, some people, Tiny Chief said, 
there was your place to see him come back to the Pirates before he landed in St. Louis and uh, Cincinnati, you know, complete his NL uh, Central uh, tour. But, you know, obviously that, that was just a facetious uh, remark. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, you know what? I remember last season, overall, Lemire's numbers were pretty solid, but the, the first month, month and a half, he was absolutely dynamite in its flight. I remember his uh, batting average with many scoring position was like in the 600s into mid-May. And, you know, that was only last year. Uh, Ramirez is typical veteran, uh, the kind of guy that Pirtle uh, likes to say has a slow heartbeat in clutch situations. And I think that's when he'll be most valuable, you know, when uh, when the chips are down. Um, switch, switching gears just a little bit on you, Tom. I, you know, I was looking at the schedule because uh, today, as we talk on a Monday, the team is off, but uh going to be playing uh, in Minnesota, and then they go to Cincinnati for four. And I, and I thought, well, that's weird. They just finished four with the Nats. And, of course, you had that four-game series with the Cardinals right before the All-Star break, and I looked at the schedule, and I can see that uh, coming up here in a little bit, they're, they're going to have four at home with the Giants. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm a cuckoo berry and that there's nothing to this. Uh, but after that Giants series, they go on the road for four uh, at Miami. What? What in the world is going on with four-game series? It seems like a lot in a fairly compact amount of time. And I don't know, Tom, I don't know if there's a competitive advantage or disadvantage to it. I do think there's something weird, you know, about the rhythms of a four-game series. Uh, well, there, there, uh, well, well, there is. Uh, you know, obviously, in the big picture, it cuts down travel a, a little bit. Uh, but you know what? I don't, the competitive advantage... Obviously, if you have a sound, if you have a deep bullpen to get you through four games, that's that's a huge key. Uh, but but you know what? Uh, the karma is really good. I don't have the latest numbers, but it seems to me the last two three years, the Pirates have done very well in four game series. I mean, I, I know in 2013 uh, they kind of had this uh, a pattern where they would lose the first game and then win the next three, and they did that repeatedly. So, I mean, and obviously they showed it with the Nationals, and they took three out of four. So I think if you have a sound bullpen, it's probably the biggest key in a four-game series because obviously you can't keep using the same guys over and over again. Uh, and, and you don't want to give the opposition too many looks at the same reliever, so you need to mix it up. Uh, so, I mean, right now the Pirates are a bit of a disadvantage when it comes to that because the middle relief has been kind of shaky. But... Uh, Four-game series are uh, different, and uh, and it's almost impossible to sweep them. So when you take three out of four, you know, you're kind of maxing out. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, undoubtedly. Uh, I, is, do you know, does everybody get the same number of four-game series in a year, or is it possible that the, that the Pirates got a handful of extras this year? That's a good question. In fact, I'm going to research it to see how their four-game uh, series compares with other teams. But no, I don't think it's equitable. I think it has a lot to do with maybe geographically where you're located, uh, uh, you know, your, your division foes, uh, you know, how their schedule breaks down. But that, there's no regulation that everybody has to play the same number of four-game series uh, or, you know, you know series uh, to begin with. And, of course, the four-game series, in a sense, may balance out the fact that with interleague play, we often see two-game series. So, so you've got to – it's a bit of a trade-off. Well, and those are worse. I would I would much rather have four game series, but the two game series, I almost I, I can't I can't abide those. But um, one last thing for you, Tom. You, you know, the Pirates make a big move. Uh, they address 
Uh, third base with Ramirez, that, that of course has the trickle down effect of uh, solidifying certain situations like shortstop, et cetera. Uh, but do you, would you anticipate there being more on the horizon here in this last week before the trade deadline? Do you think they're, they're feeling pretty comfortable? No, I think there will be some additional moves. I kind of alluded to the middle of the lease has been really spotty with Guerra and Caminero. Uh, I think, uh, you know, obviously uh, Neil Huntington isn't going to show his hand, but uh, I believe that's uh, the, his top priority in the days remaining before the deadline, pick up a uh, maybe a veteran uh, in the middle of the league kind of guy. Um, Tyler Clipper with the A's, I know he's going to be moved any minute. Uh, the Pirates really haven't uh, been up front in the speculation regarding him, but I, I just, you know, which that's the way, that's the way the Pirates, you know, they kind of like to go below the surface. They're not going to be too uh, uh, open minded as to what they're pursuing. So I, I'd be very surprised if they're not in on Clipper. Uh, I believe he pitched for the Nationals last last season, so he's definitely familiar with the National League uh, and is a very uh, good uh, defender. The situation with the Pirates, you know, Curdle has this thing. He, he just doesn't like to use any relief pitcher for more than one inning, guys like Hughes and Watson. So that means that if your starter has a shorter day, five, five and two-thirds, then you kind of need a couple extra arms before you get to the back end of end of the bullpen, and that's kind of where we've seen a breakdown the last week and a half with the Gary and Caminero. Uh, <clears throat> so, I, I mean, I know the shopping for a uh, set-up reliever type. Um, there's some options in the, you know, Indianapolis, some veteran arms, but I think they'd like to pick up somebody that uh, you know has been through the wars and could uh, you know help them out the last couple of months. So we'll see how it goes. Well, it should be, should be interesting right now, sitting in a pretty good spot, and the move to get around the Sermera is obviously a, a really, really good one. Well, it'll be, it'll be fun to catch up again next week, Tom, and, and see what other news you have for us in the interim. Enjoy those, uh, you know, four-game series on the road. Well, I know we won't get to see uh, John Cueto. Nobody minds that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Of course, you don't get him in the division anymore, but uh, Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right, Tom. We'll do it again next week. Tom Singer, MLB.com Extras, the Pittsburgh Pirates edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.